Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And we are here once again with Not The Pastor. We've got a different kind of episode for you today. I'm super excited about it though. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through and give some examples of some different resources that have been impactful or helpful. Just some of our top books, podcasts, different tools that, that Thomas and I use that have been a help to us. And we thought, hey, they've been a help to us. Maybe they'll be a help to you, the listeners. So we're going to share some of those with you here in just a minute. All right. So Thomas, we've got a good list of things here, some different books, podcasts, apps, different tools that have been a help to us. So let's get right into it. We're going to start off with the book category. Could you share with us your top three books, your favorite three books? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to tell you them really quickly and then go back and tell you why. I love Change Into His Image by Jim Berg, Dangerous Calling by Paul David Tripp, and Simple Church by Tom Rainier and Eric Geiger. Now, Change Into His Image is probably the book that has been most impactful to me in my spiritual life. Along with that, it has a study guide called Taking Time to Change. And you could buy that separately. It just gives you a space to journal down each, like, each chapter and just talk through those things. Used it for discipleship. It has been super awesome. Set up into 12 weeks where you have something to do every single day of the week. Uh, Change Great. Into His Image by Jim Berg. I reference some of the illustrations and those kind of things in my preaching all the time. Dangerous Calling is just one of those kind of things where Tripp does just a great job talking about the dangers and the difficulties of being a pastor, some of the struggles that a person in ministry leadership would kind of tend towards, some of the struggles they might have. It was, again, very helpful. It spoke to me right where I was, and I needed it for sure when I read that. I've read it now three times, and so that's been a help to me. And then Simple Church is a really just a mindset that more doesn't always mean better at a church in a church kind of situation. Often, what we need to do is go back to what church was originally, right? And so yes. Simple Church is, the, their driving idea is let's get, let's boil down what the call of God is for our church. Let's boil it down to a simple, like a simple phrase, a couple of sentences. And then from there, let's make sure that everything that we do in our church lines up with that mission state. Simple Church, Dangerous Calling, Changed Into His Image. Favorite three books. What about for you? Well, first of all, I have to say I've read all three of those and they are definitely up there for me as well. But I knew you were going to say those three, so I had to choose different ones. Okay, so here, here's here's my top three. And th these are legitimately some of my favorite books as well. First of all, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCowan. And then also The Disappearance of Childhood by Neil Postman. Now that one might seem a little bit out in left field, but Neil Postman, he, he's a good thinker and just really had some challenging content there and some good thoughts on modern day uh, just media and, and television in particular and how that is affecting our children. Good, good uh, book there. And then Shepherding a Child's Heart by Ted Tripp. It, it's a great book for anybody who has children. Uh, the sooner you read it, the better it's a little bit of a dry read. He, he's not the most engaging author that I've ever read, but man, the content there is golden. What he has that is so helpful in that book is he basically has those childhood years broken up into three different sections. It's 
the infant stage or, or early childhood, which is like newborn up to grade school age. Then he has the childhood section of time, which is those early grade school years. And then he has a third section, which is the teenage years. And he has a chapter on each of those those sections that is just easy to reference and look back on. He has, hey, this is a good biblical goal for this age group and some very practical steps to help get your children to this point. Obviously, it's written by a man. It's got faults with it, but uh, it's just been such a helpful book for me to go back and reference as our kids kind of begin hitting those those stages. Just go back and kind of check in and be like, okay, yeah, that's that's good. That's That's some good biblical principles to be aiming for there. Super helpful book. Again, that's Shepherding a Child's Heart by Ted Tripp, under $10 on Amazon. The first one I mentioned, mentioned Essentialism by Greg McCowan. You can get that for 11 and a half bucks on Amazon, I believe. And then uh, the, the other one, the third one there, The Disappearance of Childhood, I believe that's just under $14 on Amazon. So uh, all those are good reads, have been challenging and helpful to me, and especially that Shepherding a Child's Heart, I've, I've gone back and referenced that multiple times. I think it's important to point out there for all of the resources that we'll mention in this episode, we're not fully endorsing everything that's written, everything that's said. I I mean, we are helped, but in the same way that we're helped, we need to understand and recognize that there's things that if we accepted without thought, then we would not be helped. It's our little endorsement there, our disclaimer, I guess. Well, how about podcasts, Thomas? Let's talk about some of our favorite podcasts. To start with, I use Pocket Cast as my app that I use to listen to podcasts. As for podcasts, I have really enjoyed The Bible Project. It's by far my favorite. I've put the most time, listened to more episodes. They are two guys geeking out about the Bible. They talk a lot about the yes. Hebrew Bible, kind of trying to boil it down, get overviews. They really dig into some areas. It's been really awesome. They're not Baptists. They're not independent Baptists. They're not the same as right. us. And so sure. again, we go back to that disclaimer, use with wisdom. I've enjoyed Pastors Talk is another one, just talking about things that would concern pastors, right? Okay, and so that's okay. been helpful. Again, there's some concerns. They are independent Baptists, but Calvinists and some other things that we would not be. So there's a concern there. Last one that I just really enjoy is a 15-minute everyday. Robinhood Financial puts out a podcast called Snacks. They take three news stories about finance or business or something and tell you like what's going on in the market for the day or for yesterday. That one's a lot of fun. So for me, some podcasts that I are just on the top of my list. So there's this one called Not the Pastor. There's these two really awesome guys that I'll are the hosts, co- the hosts on that. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. If you haven't ever listened to that one, yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't yeah. pass up the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah you might as well. <laughs> okay. So hey, for real though, um, Pat Flynn, he's, uh, he's got a couple of different podcasts, but I really enjoy his Smart Passive Income. I've been subscribed to that one for quite a long time and just appreciate his attitude and just his desire to learn. And I've picked up a few things. I actually, this podcast has benefited directly from some of the things that I've learned from Pat Flynn on his Smart Passive Income podcast, as well as just some other uh, other of his material. But uh, he's always got very interesting content on Smart Passive Income. And then uh, another one that I have enjoyed more recently is by Albert Moeller, and that is The Briefing. And I believe he's he's a Southern Baptist, and uh, he basically just it's a a daily podcast that he does, and it is just a Christian 
worldview applied to current events. That's a great one. I've It's really challenged my thinking in some areas and helped me to be more aware of what's going on sure. around our globe, but in particular uh, in our country. That's been good. That's been helpful. And then uh, this last one, I, I mentioned it with caution. It's the Ben Shapiro show. And uh, he's a conservative. I don't agree with everything he says all the time but he gets me fired up. <laughs> so I, I, I enjoy that aspect of it. But uh, just basically talking about, again, another guy talking about current events. So enjoy the, the Ben Shapiro show. I would add to that, he sometimes has a little bit of a potty mouth. <laughs> so uh, if, if you're extra sensitive to that, I would, I would pass that one up. It's, I've, I mean, it's never anything super crude or vulgar or, or over the top, but he definitely feels passionate about what he's saying and he gets worked up about sure uh, some different things. So I've yeah. definitely heard him call a few people the the idiot word. So <laughs> gasp. Yes. <laughs> Shucks. Yes. <laughs> uh, Anyways, very good. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's yeah. move on to some apps. All right. Um, so, so Thomas, what are some apps that you use regularly that have been a help to you? I love the YouVersion Bible app. It's one of my favorites. So a couple of reasons I love that. I love the Bible reading plans that they have available. It's a free app. You can download, you can choose which Bible version you want to listen to or read. I mean, they have devotion plans. Some of those are good. Some of them aren't. You just have to weed through them, but they just have some reading plans that are super cool. So I read through, I had a, um, a 90 day, like through the Bible in 90 days. And I didn't have to like keep track okay. of where I was, right? I opened up Very the app. Cool. It would show you right where you need to read. It was super Very nice. Cool. Actually, I did that in chronological so it's it a 90 day okay. chronological reading. It was super, like it. super cool. Yeah. And so that was nice. The other cool thing is that you can read the Bible to you and it's not like the robot voice that I was going to, I was, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. Is it robotic? No, no. So they actually like, I mean, somebody paid or volunteered and, and it is awesome. They did a great job. Okay. So the guy who, who, the guy who recorded the King James uh, audio did a great job. To counterpoint that, there is an app called Dry Bar Comedy. Now, I love stand-up okay. comedians, and I think they're yeah. hilarious. They're often very dirty and have lots of yes. potty mouth as a problem. And so Dry yes. Bar Comedy is clean comedy, and it's free. And they have... Really? Yeah. And so it's nifty. Wait, wait. Did you just say nifty? It's nifty. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so Dry Bar Comedy is the app there. I then enjoy Stride is another app I use all the time. And that's actually to yeah. track mileage and receipts. So it's a tax for tax purposes gotcha. in ministry, right? Any of those things that I can keep track of, I can pull down, um, pull down my tax liability. That's super helpful. So Stride will keep track of mileage for you, keep track yeah. of receipts. You can just take a picture, you're done. And it, then, then you can, at the end of the year, I just emailed the file to my accountant. Wonderful. And then last one, I use an app called Scribd to listen to audiobooks. So it's kind of like a library. You pay us a monthly subscription. I think it's like $8 okay. or something like that. And you get, while you're subscribed, you get unlimited access to eBooks, newspapers, magazines, or sheet music, all kinds of random stuff and audiobooks. Now the thing okay. is that with the audiobooks, after you've listened to two or three of the more popular ones, then they limit you. Like they say it's unlimited because there's always ones available, but they, uh, they take the more popular ones away after you've read two or three or listened to two or three. So that's a little bit annoying, but for eight, $9 a month, whatever it is, it's been super worth it. There are all kinds of good Christian books, many of them in audio format, which is how I prefer cool. to consume yeah. my media that way. 
Yeah. Sounds nifty. Indeed. I, I feel like you're making fun of me, which is rude, but that's okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I would not do that. <laughs> right, right. Especially not where other people can hear it. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. <laughs> Very good. All right. What are your favorite apps? Yeah. So I got three here. First one is definitely practical. I use it daily. It's called Todoist. You probably would be familiar with that. It's a task manager basically. And that, that fits in well with my system of organization and and getting tasks done. It's kind of a three-part system that I have. I have my calendar. I have my to-do list, which is I use Todoist. And that's kind of my parking lot where I keep any tasks that come at me from all the different directions that they can come at you from. And that uh, that's kind of a place where I keep them until I can get them on my daily task list. And then I have an actual like analog daily uh, planner that I used. And so that, that Todoist app on my phone, as well as on my Mac, of course that syncs back and forth. And so that's super nice. I I use that all the time, uh, multiple times a day. And um, anytime I have a new task that comes at me, after the the morning time, whenever I've kind of planned out my day, then it, it just goes on to do list for the next day, unless it's like something that has to be done right then. So super helpful to have that in mobile format and use that all the time. Then I have one that's called sleep cycle. I go through seasons where I'm really good at getting good sleep. I'm a firm believer that we should take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, manage our, our energy and our, our health and all that. And can't, do a very good job of that if you're not getting enough sleep. It's called Sleep Cycle, as I already mentioned, and it monitor monitors your sleep, gives you a rating each morning when you wake up. But what I really like about it is it actually has a mode where so it wakes you up softly. If you if you want to say get up at six o'clock in the morning, you you set your alarm for six o'clock, and then what it does because it's monitoring your sleep anytime from five thirty to six when it senses that you're in a lighter level of sleep, you're, you're not sleeping as deeply, it will go ahead and wake you up. So what that saves you from is, is maybe, okay, at six o'clock, you would have been back in a really deep level of sleep and trying to wake up out of that is really hard. So it might wake you up at 5.55 if it senses that you're sleeping lightly and just go ahead and, and get you up. So of course you can always snooze that and ignore it if you want to, right. but it, yes. it's, it's helpful because why and not? Definitely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you can sleep until seven. Right. Yes. That's the second one to doist sleep cycle. And then got to be honest, use my McDonald's app, man. Get some free fries, some free chicken nuggets, view those daily deals. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah, why we'll get, anybody would not want to use the McDonald's app. Dude, like why would you spend $4 when you can spend $1? It's you know? true. So yep. it's Absolutely. wonderful. I agree. Yeah, with you. So I use my McDonald's app often. I get annoyed with how much you have to update it. And so like, it's been often that I've been sitting like in the drive through yes. trying getting ready to order. And like, I'm trying to download the new version of the app. So that can be a little frustrating. Make sure it's the most updated version beforehand. But yeah, man, some there's sometimes it's just truly like free stuff. Like, Hey, the Blazers scored this many points today. So free chicken nuggets Wonderful. for everybody. Yahoo. Yeah, so yep. use that one. Most fast food restaurants have an app like that. And McDonald's yeah, that's though a is, good point. Yeah. McDonald's though is by far the best one that I've used. And so yep. I, the other ones are good and have varying like deals or whatever, but McDonald's yep. is most convenient. I use it most often. It 
most consistently just works. And so, wow. um, yeah, I didn't know we never talked about this. We're such yeah. good friends and I, yeah. we didn't realize we both had McDonald's. Yes. Apps. Yes. I feel wow. like, I feel like everyone should. So yeah, yeah I'm, should. I'm with you. So this is what this we're is getting for. ready to go on vacation as our family is. And I'm sure we will be using the McDonald's app along the way. Yes. You as might as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've, we've gone over some books. We've gone over some favorite podcasts. We've gone over some often used apps. Anything else in addition to, to that that you'd like to share that is a helpful tool, something, a resource that you, you use often? Yeah, so I have two more um, that just didn't really okay. fit into those other categories really. Both of them are websites. So I use Trello. Okay. Um, Trello yep. is, a, is a collaboration, team management kind of software. They do have an app, but it's designed for the website is really their, yes. the, like their platform is built to have on your desktop. Now they actually have like, I don't know about Mac, I use uh, a PC. And so they have mm-hmm. an app that you can download yep. on, on my PC and it works great. That one does. The one on my phone, yes. it feels light, right? It, it doesn't yes. feel like the same, but yes. it, it has all the content. I can still do all the things. It just doesn't it, it works better on my computer. But Trello is awesome. We actually use Trello to keep track of most of the content that we need to on the podcast. We use it yep. to keep track of guests and show topics and all kinds of stuff. They, they market it as a digital whiteboard. Yes. I, I love it. It works well. And I use it for all kinds of things. And so Trello. And then the other thing I use almost every week nowadays is called Canva. And Canva is a, it's also a website. They also have an app that doesn't work as well as the website does, but you can, you can get it on your phone, but Canva lets you uses templates. So you get on there and you find like, if you need to make a desktop background. So I'm going to create a background for the, my computer or what I've used it for recently is to create slides for our live stream. And so I use, it's yes. the right size. So I have created a, a slides for my live stream. I just find the desktop background that I like and kind of sort of fits our theme. And then I can edit the, the yep. wording. I can do all that. I've made postcards on it, um, posters. I've done, I mean, any kind of file like that. We, we've done much of the artwork for this podcast. We, we, had, we paid yes. somebody to do that, but there's any of the edits and those kind of things I've done through Canva because you can upload that and it just, man, it's easy. All of the graphics that we use for our Facebook stuff is all done on Canva. I do it all on Canva. And so, yep. So Canva, Canva and Trello are kind of my other two, other two things that I think people probably need to know about and use far more often. What do you got? Anything else before we're done? Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely have a couple more, but if I could just add to the, you mentioned Trello, uh, you, you shared that with me years ago. I didn't really use it much. And then I tried it out one time and since then it has like gone viral at our church at, at Hillview Baptist church. I'm, I was just, I'm looking right now, actually, I have my, my Trello app open and I do have the Mac version of it. The app works great. And, and, but at our church, I'm looking at seven different Trello boards that I either directly oversee or am a part of. 
and it's everything like you mentioned from guests to our facilities to our hospitality of course the one with our podcast here and it's it's just very and a very helpful visual tool for organizing all that content and there's a there's a thousand and one different ways you can use it you can use it as a task manager yes. you can use it as for planning as you can use it as a workflow yes. i've seen people use them for they have a, a template one set up that they use for onboarding new employees and all the different information they need. And it's just so helpful and, and visual. I, I love the visual aspect of the cards that you can use. It's super cool. There's also something really satisfying about having, so that we have like in our, in our podcast one, we've had like a to-do list about like, we have this thing to yep. do and this thing to do. And each one of those has a little card that we've assigned to that. Yep. And there's just something so satisfying is like clicking and picking that card up and moving it to the moving it pile. like it's like yes. and like oh there it is and then like you get to see like oh look at all the things that we've done and i know yeah. like to-do lists do that but you don't get to comment on them and share them and the, it's not the same yeah. and so yeah the, the cards are super cool somebody doesn't know what we're talking about you just got to look into it we don't we don't have time to explain it all but you got to look Indeed. into it so anyways that i was piggybacking off at yours there a, a little bit but the the two things that i would add as far as uh other tools that I use regularly. They're actually physical uh, products rather than any sort of like software or website or anything. The first one, it's part of me. It's an extension <laughs> of my body, honestly. And it's certainly an extension of my brain. It's my planner. And I, I've used a couple of different ones, but the one that I currently use that I think is just honestly, I'm biased, but I think it's the best one out there is the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. And it it's not inexpensive. You're going to pay for it, but I have zero problems with it. It has every single thing I want. It has nothing I don't want. It is so helpful. It's the full focus planner. They recently came out with a smaller pocket version of it, which kind of shocked me that I, I didn't think it could really get any better, but it somehow it did. And it's cool that it's a little bit smaller. And so uh, either one of those, you you can uh, pick those up at michaelhyatt.com or, or on Amazon. Again, that's the full focus planner. And there's plenty of videos and such to show you how to use that and uh, just really, really enjoy that. Use that daily. I think I mentioned that earlier. That's my analog planner that I use. And so that's kind of the third part of my task system that I, that I have in place there. So full focus planner, gotta, gotta have it definitely is impactful. And then the second one is it's, it's a, it's actually my backpack and I never thought I was going to be like a backpack guy, but I found a backpack that I really love. I've had it now for probably going on two years mm. and it's called the e-bags. It's, it's e-bags is the, the brand, but it's specifically the professional slim junior laptop bag backpack. Okay. And you can get that on Amazon. We'll have a link to it in the show notes at the bottom, but it, I think right now it's about like 85 bucks, which you're like, man, that's a good chunk of change. It is, uh, but it's certainly uh, not as expensive as some backpacks that you can right. get. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely not your $15, $20 one from Walmart though. I mean, you're going to get what you pay for. And I just love it. Again, it's the slim uh, backpack. It's not this big bulky backpack that you just kind of stuff things in everything. This thing has so many pockets. It's got what's called <laughs> the garage 
on the bottom of it, which is like, <laughs> you just, you got to see it, look it up and, and look yeah. at the pictures of it on Amazon. But it, every single thing that you would want to put in that, there, there's a place for it. Everything awesome. actually fits in place. There's, it, it's not just a couple of big open pouches that yes. you cram everything into. Yep. I mean, everything has a slot, everything has a zipper, everything has a pocket that it That's goes great. in. I just, I, I like that. I don't, whenever I'm carrying my backpack around, I don't like stuff sliding around and falling yes. around. I, I want it to stay where it is. Yeah. So uh, that's that perfect. again, that's the eBags professional professional slim junior laptop laptop backpack. I use that daily. It has all my stuff in it. Take it home with me every day. Take it to the office every day, and uh, get a get a lot of use out of that for sure. Yeah, my backpack is um, the daily use thing. I don't almost don't yep. go anywhere without it. No. Yep. Well, good. I think we we have some resources here that could be a help to you, and we'll have links to all this stuff or mention them all again in the show notes. So if you miss something, you're like, oh man, what was that? It, it's all in the show notes. You check that out. Thanks so much for joining us today on Not The Pastor and sure appreciate the time that you spent with us. If you would want to join the conversation that we're having and just about some of our favorite things, we would love to hear from you on our Facebook page. So you could join us facebook.com backslash not the pastor or just search for us, not the pastor and you'll find us right there. We would love to hear from you about some of the things that you use every day, the apps, the, the physical items, and we're all trying to get the most out of our phones, out of our workflow. We would love to hear from you about that. Nifty.